Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's April 25th. The White Sox can't win and the Mariners are sweeping. A lot of sweeps, actually. Let's talk some baseball. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake in California. We got Trevor Plouffe. And behind the dish, we have BBD producing the episode. As I said, this is brought to you by SeatGeek. And if you download the app now and use code TALKIN, you can get $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. $20 off your first purchase with promo code TALKIN. Make sure you click the link in the description. Download the app. They got seats. You can go sit there and geek out about some baseball. Jake and I went to some games over the weekend. It was fun. So thanks to SeatGeek sponsoring the show and hooking up the audience. 20 bucks off. Tickets to games. Jake, how you doing? James, Trev, BBD, I'm doing well. Baseball, a hot weekend. A hot weekend for baseball in the streets. Yeah, you mentioned SeatGeek. I found my new favorite seats at the stadium. Little second deck behind home plate. You can kind of see down on the field, but you can see like pitches and reactions and stuff. So I'm excited for that going forward. Seat Geek, let's figure something out. Um, and I'm good, man. I mean, you know, I sometimes we try to hide our Yankees side in here, but Yankees, little little sweeperoo in the Bronx. That was fun. We were at that. Your baby's first game at the stadium, got the certificate. Um, and yeah, have been a. Uh, you know, after after the Yanks play, I've been usually bringing up a a game on my phone while having doing whatever n- evening activity uh, I'm up to these days. So yeah, got to see a lot of good action. I mean, a lot of homers, Buxton and Belly stealing headlines, a lot of walk off winners. So I'm good. Trevor, can you tell me like what's up out west, dog? I love being in this seat talking ball with you three dudes and the chats popping off. It's a beautiful sunny day out here in Calabasas. Uh, I'm excited about all the baseball that went down. I actually got to watch quite a bit of it. I saw um, a lot of those walk-offs you mentioned live. Uh, yeah, man, I'm just in a good place right now. I think uh, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. So let's ask James how he's doing and then let's get right into it. I'm good. Going through the notes and looking back, it seems like a lot of sweeps. We usually have a sweep week, we declare. Mm. Sweep week? I don't know if this is it. Ooh, I'm excited because I didn't fully check out the NL, but I, uh, the AL and the IL, I had my eyes on this morning as I was going through everything. So I think we might have it. I don't know, Jay. Catch me up on the National League. Mm-hmm. Let me know what happened. Let's do it. Let's start reverse cron pot. It's the last taste in our mouth last night. Angel Hernandez. The breakdown's coming, people. He's working on it. Audio in soon. It was an incredible pitching matchup, and that's where I get all hot and bothered. Lauer, how's your six innings? 13 punchies. 
On the other side, Nola, seven innings, one hit ball. And what are we doing? We're talking about the umpire after the game. Brewers took that game to decide the series. They take two out of three in Philly. Hey, Phillies, I know it's early. We got to start winning some series, babe. Uh, Brewers, they do Brewers things. They win the series. Yelly, big sack fly. Connected, Trev. You talk about it. Dodgers, Padres in San Diego. And the Dodgers take two out of three. That middle game, 10 innings. The Padres won it on Darvish Day. Otherwise, the Dodgers take the bookends. Belly? Kershaw? It turns out these Dodgers still might be pretty damn good. Um, Man, if Belly's doing it from the bottom of their line, it's sheesh. Dodgers take two out of three. Giants, sweet, sweet. They sweep the Nationals like a lot of teams are going to do this year. Uh, Starting to worry about this Nationals title run. Uh, Giants are dominant, man. 7-1, 5-2, 12-3. They just straight up beat up on them. Corbin, he... We won't talk about the Nats. We won't talk about the Nats. We'll talk about Jack Peterson with a two-homer game. Webb shoves. The Giants are back, baby. They're winning games. They're winning series. Gabe Kapler, hot. We know this. Cardinals, the Dirty Birds, they take two out of three from the Reds. You're going to hear that a lot this year. Fortitude in game one to win 4-2. 5-0 in the second one. And then the Reds, hey, they took the finale. Nick Lodolo, Reds. He's one of their young guys that they have hopes for. Doesn't really matter. Goldschmidt did his thing. Seven hits in the series. Cardinals pitched the whole way. Cardinals doing it. Here's one. Braves? They lose two out of three to the Marlins. The fish with arms come into town. They win another series. Braves off to a little sluggish start. A little seven and ten for them. They won the first game, but the Marlins took the second two, and they put some runs on the board. I like that. Koopa Loop, Jim, your guy. Big go-ahead, two-run single. Uh, And then baby Jesus Lazardo. He has another good start. So these Marlins, man, they're a pesky team. They were Trev's biggest fringe World Series team. And they're winning some ball games. Good for them. And then Los Mets, Jim. Best record in baseball. They take two out of three from my Snakes. They snaked a win in game one in 10 innings. Snakes always win on Saturdays. That's the story, Ellie, Saturdays for the Snakes. Uh, and then the Mets, McGill, man. How about him? 6.2, two earned runs. Mets are winning a lot of ball games. Buck Showalter, we love it. Jim, this is your outlier series, the last series from the National League. You saw the headlines. Cubs win 21-0 over the Pirates. Ah, the Pirates, come on. Pirates took the other three games. Pirates win 4-3, 4-2, 4-3 in the final game. So Cubs steal the headline with the 21-0 blowout. They lose three out of four in Wrigley. Go Pirates, go. Cole Tucker, still a beautiful, beautiful man. Special. Uh, And then Bednar, the closer there. He, uh, he told his guys and the other team, yeah, I gave him the, he gave him the little Trevor Plouffe, don't throw that blitz ball here, kid. A little F you, a little F me. Good for the Pirates. Good for baseball. Should mention this about DeGrom. He's going, he's getting a CT, he got a CT scan. He's getting the MRI today on Shea Station, Jolly Olive's birthday. Mets fans going to be finding out more about their season today than maybe they did in their series. And that's what happened in the National 
Hey, 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 hey. We're the monkeys. We like to monkey around. Where does that leave the National League? New York Mets ahead in the East by a lot. They're 12 and 5. How about that? St. Louis Cardinals ahead in the loss column and win percentage over the Brewers, but the Brewers have more wins, so those two teams have been dancing like that uh, so for a while. And the Dodgers are ahead in the West. They're 11 and 4. Giants are 11 and 5. Rockies 10 and 5. Yeah. So which means and the and the Padres 10 and 7. So the West, the NL West has four teams with double digit wins and the East and the Central only have one apiece. So how about the Rockies and the Padres uh hanging with the Dodgers and the Giants as of now? Not bad. Trav's mm-hmm. West Coast. Yeah. It is my West Coast. It really is kind of shocking when you look at the standings right now. Some of these teams we knew would be at the bottom. Some of these teams we knew would be at the top. That a- the NL East. Eesh. Kind of a mess right now, huh? It's, it's brutal. I mean, we're going to talk about it more when we get to, like, the AL Central, where the standings just straight up flipped recently. It's still early enough in the season where you're going to see that, but... You know, I, I think the way I phrased it on Wake and Jake this morning is when, when you get to May, your goal in May shouldn't be to get back over 500. You know, if if you can trickle into May around 500 or at 500, then your goal is like, let's climb the standings. If you're coming in, you know, four or five games under, that's a climb. You, you need a hot couple weeks to get over that. So um, we'll see. I, I think... Like what's what's the highlight series? Do we do we just want to get Brewers Phillies over with? Because we kind of got to talk about Angel quick at least. Yeah, he's just terrible ump. I I I don't understand why he has to ump behind the home, behind the dish. I, I kind of said this last year. Like we got DH in the NL now. If if they got to keep Angel around because he's not bad enough at. First, second, or third, or knowing the rules, or they just got to keep him around. I don't understand why it's you're a major league ump, and you have to ump home plate. Like, why does every ump have to do it? Clearly, he's awful at it. Like, awful, awful, awful. We were at spring training, and the players were doing live abs where the catcher was calling balls and strikes, and the catcher called an outside pitch a strike. And all the players just started yelling angel at him. Angel, angel. Like, that's how bad this guy is. That everybody just lives. I don't I don't understand why it's so strict. Like, if you can't, there has to be a step between you're an ump and you get home plate and you're not an ump. Uh, you should have to test into it. I agree. But we know we've talked about this plenty of times on our show. Like, these umpires have full protection. I mean, there's nothing you can do. They are an umpire as long as they want to be an umpire. Like and a I driver's license. It's insane. So, yeah, look, Angel stole the show. But this was a good series, too. Like, three close ball games. Um, I think two good teams. I know the Phillies haven't exactly gotten off, off the start they want. Uh, but you got, like, the Brew Crew just pitching. Still haven't hit this year at all. Uh, but they got a guy, Lauer. All of a sudden, comes out thirteen Ks. Like, what are they? Don't need more pitching. It's Angel. Any two? You strike- think that was? 
Yes, I just watched the whole game. Any two-strike pitch, was a, the strike zone opened up like crazy. Especially okay, if there was two. I guess you're right about that. It was, that's why I was like looking at the stands. I was like, oh, Lauer. I was like, no, I just watched that. It was any two, stri- two out, two strikes, Trev, was just strike three. And, and that's why I thought Angel was just bad. Like, I thought he was just inept. And now after, like, looking at that, I'm like, wait. Does he know what he's doing? He's just calling a quick game? Like, is he, is he just getting away with it? Well, everyone knows I got a bad strike, so I'll just make this game go quick. Because it was the first three innings, I believe, all ended with strikeout looking. There's a, there was a video of him leaving the stadium and someone's yelling at him and he's got a big old smile on his face. And, Jim, you're right. I mean, this is like the end of talented Mr. Ripley and we're either he's a, he's a media genius that knew it was Sunday Night Baseball and wanted to get his name hot in the streets again or he has no idea what's going on and he just lives in a state of bliss and missing baseball calls and dictating a game. I don't know. Either way, it's a nightmare for the sport. Uh, I think it's just... There's so much comedy, yet at the same time, I can just get worn out that Sunday night baseball, like kind of baseball's one platform where nationally baseball should succeed. Like it's Sunday night. You know, if people want to go watch the basketball playoffs, sure, knock yourself out. But there's one baseball game on. If you want to hook in baseball fans, you added David Cohn to the booth. Love Coney. He's awesome. Go toe that slab with him. But... The fact that we're sitting here after another Sunday night baseball and the story's Angel Hernandez, like, I'm just exhausted. Like, <laughs> and there's there's no solution. It just kind of sucks. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just wait. I'm just waiting for him to retire. That's exciting. Something on the Phillies, Trev. They are better than the show, and they've had the hardest strength of schedule so far out of any other team. So, they... Uh, and it doesn't end, which is the scary part. And we talked about this on their PPP, but, I mean, they they got Colorado for four, Mets for three. Then they get two against Texas. That's nice. Then they get Mets for four. Then they have to go West Coast, play Seattle, Dodgers, Padres, Dodgers, Braves, Mets, Giants. Their May is as hard as their April, so I don't know what their the second half of the Phillies looks like, but... I, I got to guess it gets a little easier, but they have the the hardest strength of schedule so far out of any team. Um, them and the Rockies combined, but the Rockies are coming out a little bit better than them, ten and five instead of six and ten. But you know, yeah. hold on, hope for that, Phillies fans. And it's really early. It's really early, and yeah, like they they've been swinging the bats okay. Uh, they've kind of been pitching just okay. But you're talking about this tough part of their schedule. You, you got to be better than okay in one of those facets to win some ball games. Like you see the Brewers, they're not hitting for anything, but they're pitching the shit out of the ball. Yeah. So. But the Marlins. I, 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 I still like this Phillies team. Losing to the Marlins hurt them, but then the Marlins are winning series. They just beat the uh, Brew Braves. Crew, the Braves, Braves in the in a series. So it's, it's the NL East bloodbath. There's going to be fluctuations throughout the year. But yeah, I mean, the, the Marlins are a pivot teams of sort. Like, Jazz Chisholm is balling out this year. Is he the superstar that his swag says he is? My guy Jesus Sanchez, he, he's still doing it. And, and we talked about those arms. Uh, I mean, it, this team, because of their pitching, has a chance in every series. Are they going to hit enough? Is that division going to be too much? But they just took two out of three from the Braves, who the Braves, uh, you know, they're, they're excited that the Phillies are struggling just a little bit more because there's not a lot of eyes on them. 
I will say this, Braves fans, everyone I've been interacting, mixing it up on the internet, they're still calm. I, I guess they're still okay with the pro, except well, Ashland. Look at last. Year. I was gonna say there's a few people. Uh, yeah, there's a big asterisk with with my girl Ashland, but you know they're still they still have a little bit of the World Series glow. But I think we're another like disappointing two out of three away from Braves fans being like, hey, like we gotta go. They've had, again, they've had some good play. You know, like their offense has been good. Matt Olson's been like a guy. If Matt Olson was struggling and they were losing games like this, I think it would be a different story. They'd be like, we need Freddie. Like, what the, what the fuck did you guys do to us? But because Matt Olson's good, I think there's still a lot of hope there. Everyone knows it's very early. It's, it is easy to like rush to judgment. I, I, I see how fans can do that of teams. Like, we just look bad. We look bad. But it's 162. Like, this is a long damn wow. season. The cream rises to the top. And the Braves last year proved that. Yeah, uh, looking at the Marlins roster here, I just didn't realize how many Jays they had going on. Mm. Jacob, Jesus, Jazz, Joey, Jorge, Jesus. Jesus, John, Jesus. Just a lot of Jays. Yeah, I mean, Jeter. Wow, he's out. Came in. Um, mm. The other Javisale. If if we're going east to west by accident, uh, the Mets two out of three from the D backs, and that's obvious. Um, my snakes are figuring stuff out, but uh, Marte playing a fun brand of baseball. Um, and the, the Mets are still... McGill's the story in the Mets for they're, me. They're pitching incredible as a team. Both New York teams are, are pitching really well. Mets starting pitchers are third in ERA so far. And that offense, fourth in batting average, second in on-base percentage. Like, the Mets, there's a reason they have the best record in baseball right now. McGill's crazy. And the Snakes having to play them on the schedule. I mean, you know, I'm going to talk to the schedule people. But Is that fair that the Snakes had to play the Mets? That's not fair. It's messed up. <laughs> go, Mets, go. go. We Mets said go. this NL East was going to be beating up on each other. You know, the team that wins uh, the division might have 90 wins. Blah, 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 blah. Mets like, enough with that. I'm the bully. They're the bully right now. Now, the bully sometimes gets punched in the face. Mm. You know, like I, when I first met Jake, I had to punch him right in the face. Yeah. He's trying to bully me. And now look at us. We're best friends. So we'll see what happens. Again, 162 people. But the Mets sure looked. They got – I'm not giving all the credit to Buck Walter like you did when you were reading these notes. Okay. But they got a good clubhouse atmosphere, it seems like. Like everyone's pulling for each other. Trevor May on the Rose rotation talking about Eddie Escobar and the Fogo de Chow dinner. Mm. I like it. I like what's going on. We weren't sure if it was going to work but it seems to be working so far. The Reds don't get swept, so I think that deserves claps. Nick Lodolo with yeah. his first big league win. Good for him. And Art Warren. I, a, uh, he sounds like a... Man from a different time. Yes. Yeah. yeah he, he covered boxing in the 80s, the yeah, 1880s. Yes, yes. He has a pen and a notepad on him at all times. <laughs> Um, he's an observer. My guy Goldie like showed that guy something. Uh, something it was for a long time. Yeah, yeah. something that uh, you might hear about later in the episode. Wink, nudge. Um, no homers in that series. Cards, Reds. A homerless three days for both teams. That's insane. And it was in Cincinnati. Yeah. Holy moly! Jolly Olive did a whole video on Aristides. Yeah. About how the rise and fall, which I was like just wondering about. So go check out Jolly Olive's video. And Shea Station, if you're a Mets fan, because they're yeah. having fun. Jerry sent Jolly flowers and today, Trev. Yeah. It's his birthday. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, Jolly. Jerry hey, sent him, I wanna send him flowers. Make this so point. show. So show. Cardinals yeah. fans, they're already 
sitting at the top of the division with the Brewers. Things are good in St. Louis. I talked to my boy Jay Flair. He said things are progressing very nicely. So Braves getting Acuna back. Boom. Cardinals getting Jay Flair back. Boom. I don't know what else. Uh, Dodgers, Padres, we didn't talk about that. Did you see? Did you see the videos of how the Dodgers fans in San Diego? Like, yeah, one of the bigger fan takeovers I've I've seen. There's a lot. It's, it it's, happens a lot, but that was. They showed a video of like the home run in the crowd. It's like, Jesus Christ! It was good because the weekend series you can go down to San Diego. It's like two and a half hour drive. Yeah, down the four hundred five yeah. to the five. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it was great series. I got to watch some of that as well. Um, Kershaw Manaya didn't end up being fun, but that's like a fun matchup. Hopefully we see that again. Manaya before the game got to see his brother who's in the military. Uh, that was kind of a cool moment. I love Manaya, dude. He looks really good in San Diego. Like yeah. the, the uni just looks good on him. I think uh, belly looking good. Yeah. Your guy. All the MVPs. I was gonna make I was gonna make it into an award, but Mookie, Trout, Belly, I think all had two homer games this weekend. We we stumbled into this on baseball today. The Dodgers, as good as they've been, like they've been getting nothing from Trey Turner, Justin Turner, Mookie Betts, and Will Smith. Those are like their four best hitters. And like, I mean, Belly's going off. They have other guys in that lineup, like this, and Freddie obviously going off. This, it's, it's so deep. It's ridiculous. No, it's, it's the uh, kind of the, the pendulum swing of baseball. Like, it's tough to stay hot. So it's kind of funny. There's a lot of teams that the guys who either had the good first week and a half are now, they're slowing down. And now the guys who had the slow first week and a half are starting to go. Uh, kind of the baseball pendulum there. But yeah, man, I, I mean, Kershaw is shoving Bellinger has an OPS in the nines. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do with that. And yeah, I love, you know, when there is a weekend series, I'll head out at like 11. I'll go on the four Oh five to try to hit, miss the traffic. And I'll get down there in like two hours, grab some tacos by the airport and then go to the game and just rip up the weekend, you know, gaslight driving in the sun. Gas gas lamp district. I, I go to gas halfway light. down there. He yesterday. goes to gas oh, light. Gas kind, light. The, okay. kind of the, uh, the we normies actually go to gas like lamp. we tore up the gas lamp district on yeah. scooters uh, mm. back in the winter of nineteen. Oh Got my buckets. gosh! Yeah. That? Trav, you ready to do the AL? People, I want to make this point because someone was yelling at me saying it was Cap that Trey Turner has been going off, but I mean he's got a seven hundred one OPS. He's a career eight forty seven guy. Like what I'm trying to say, people is right. he may be doing things on the field to make him valuable. Valuable. He hasn't hit his offensive stride yet. That's a good thing. Like the Dodgers are a fucking menace, dude. Good. Someone the- said he's going off. He's probably starting to get hot. That's kind of the baseball. Someone told me I was throwing Cap out there. I take offense to that. Whoa. As an older person, why? What are you? Did you? You said he's not high yet. He's not hot yet. He's I not. said. I said both Turner's, Will Smith, and Mookie Betts, like really haven't given what they can give. Obviously, no. so. Turner will get hot. This isn't hot. He's got a one eighty five B batting average, two forty one on base in his last seven games. Don't, don't come cap at me if I didn't cap the wrong way. Don't cap Trev. You're Which wrong. one's good or bad? Which one's lying? Cap is lies or truth? Maybe cap would be the lie. No cap is the truth. Shit. No cap in my what I said. Damn. Damn. I think I had that wrong. Let's do the A. Pirates 500. Let's go. 
All right, Trev, tell me what happened in the American League. I know, because I thought I was doing it today. Well, my friends, our Blue Jays went down into Space City, and they took two of three from the Houston Astros. It went 4-3 Blue Jays, 3-2 Blue Jays, before our guy Jeremy Pena said game. And the Astros took the third game, 8-7 in 10. Uh, Blue Jays had 10 extra base hits and six homers. The Astros had nine extra base hits and three homers. Uh, neither starting pitchers did uh, that well. Uh, that's because these offenses are fucking legit. Vladdy had six hits. Espinal had three extra base hits with two homers. On the Astros' sides, Brantley had six hits with a homer and a double. Bregman kind of went off. Five hits with a homer. Gurriel. These teams are just damn good. Uh, Verlander, six innings pitched with three earned runs in game one. Our guy, Matt Chappie, had the go-ahead double in the ninth in that one. Um, Springer hits the leadoff home run in Houston in game two. It's his first at-bat back facing Houston since leaving. And this one, Espinal had the go-ahead home run in the seventh. And then, like I mentioned, Jeremy Pena, Pena against our guy Romano in the third game goes dead freaking central to stave off the sweep, but the Blue Jays take two out of three. Speaking of sweeps, you guys were here for this one. The Guardians went into the Bronx and got their ass cleaned. Four to one Yankees, five to four Yankees before the beatdown happened. Ten to two on Sunday. Uh, Tyone looked really good in game one. Five innings pitch with only one earned run. King, your guy's king. You freaking love him right now. Three shutout innings with eight Ks. That's ridiculous. Judge had two homers in that game. Uh, in game two, Another one of your favorites, Nestor Cortez. Six innings pitch with two earned runs. Kiner Falefa, game-tying double. Torres had the walk-off hit. And then it was kind of bad for the fans, but that was a good game at least. And in game three, Cole came out. Was he rubbing his butt? We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But he went six and two-thirds with no earned runs. Gallo, first extra base hit and RBI of the season. The Yankees just dominated this one and got the sweep. Speaking of sweeps, my twins, White Sox coming to town. Big series for them. The twins sweep 2-1 twins, 9-2 twins, 6-4 twins in the 10th on that Buxton bomb. Uh, we got to talk a lot about Buck. I'm sure we will in a little bit. Uh, Kopech and Ober, nice start in the first game. Both went five innings pitched, one run for Ober, none for Kopech. The twins score tying and the go-ahead runs in the eighth on throwing errors by Anderson and Abreu. That's a tough one for the White Sox. In game two, Buxton goes four for four with a homer. Hey, your guy Bundy, guess what he did? Five innings pitch, no earned runs. Let's go. Archer starts the last one. Giolito comes back from the IL. He goes four innings pitch with one earned run. Buxton had two homers in that game, uh, including the walk-off. So twins get the sweep there. Go, Twins. Go. Red Sox go down to Tampa. Rays take two of three. Four, three Red Sox. Three, two Rays in 10. That was the Kiermaier walk-off, and the Rays win the rubber match. Five, two, two. In the first game, Wander still doing it. Two home runs. Uh, second game, that was the Kiermaier walk-off home run. In the bottom half, that was uh, when Story had that tough air and extended the game. Kiermaier took advantage of that. And then the last game, Margot had the go-ahead RBI ground out in the fifth inning. And the Rays held, held on to take two or three from the Red Sox. Wander Franco is a freaking problem. 
Mariners sweep the Royals because the Mariners are good. I'm going to say Chris Flexen's name and Logan Gilbert's name and JP Crawford's name because that's what Mariners fans want. 4-1 Mariners, 13-7 Mariners, and then 5-4. Thank you very much in 12. Uh, Flexen goes seven innings pitch, one and run in game one. Uh, Rodriguez with a two-run double and Kellenick with a two-run triple back-to-back. It's the future. That's what our notes say. I love that. Game two, Brash does his thing. Ah, and actually, he does it. Four and two-thirds with three earned runs. I thought he had a better start than that. Mariners score six and eight to take the lead. Rodriguez with a go-ahead walk. He was fired up. Winker with a two-run double. France with a three-run homer. We'll talk more about Ty France later. And then game three, Winker has the uh, game-tying sack fly in the 10th and the walk-off single in the 12th. Mariners sweep. I got to keep going. Orioles at Angels. Orioles go in and take two of three from the Halos. Oh, my goodness. Is it the Orioles' it. year? What's that? I just can't talk about that Halos losing to the Orioles series. It just uh, time ran out, I guess. Can't talk about Is it. Is time ran out already? I went yeah. too long. I told you these notes were, it was too much information for me. Orioles take two or three from the Angels. We'll talk a little bit about it. Rangers take two or three from the A's. That's what happened in the AL. I'm sorry for going long. Snaps for me, please. Snaps for me, please. I can't hear the music. Okay. It's all good. It's these all notes good. were too much. They're the same amount. I just bullet pointed them. Don't touch my notes anymore. You guys, keep your hands <laughs> off each other. Uh, where do you want to start? Put them on me. I told you guys everything that happened every single well, pitch. Of we don't game. have to talk about the Orioles Angels series. Nothing happened there. Rangers um, took two out of three from the A's. West Coast. Rangers Athletics. Ooh. Did oh. you watch? Here's the standings. The Yankees and the Blue Jays are tied for first place in the East, both with 10 wins apiece. Uh, in the Central, the Twins lead the division with an 8-8 eight and eight record. So the Central doing Central things. And in the West, you have the Mariners leading with a 10-6 and six record. You have three teams with double-digit wins in the American League as opposed to six in the National League. So beating up on each other a little bit more in the AL. Angels winning record. A's have a winning record. Rays have a winning record. How about that central, Trev? The White Mm. Sox can't win a damn game, and the defense has been atrocious. Anderson can't get into a rhythm, just getting suspended every other day. He opened the game up with a two-game suspension, and then he just got a... I don't know when he's going to serve it or if he served it already, but he got another one game for flipping the bird to the crowd. Oops. (laughs) And uh, they made, they have 18 errors already, I believe, as a team. They made four in this three-game series. Just killing their pitchers. They were up in two of the games, and then uh, they get beat, so. Can I ask you about the Bucks in home run? Sure. Because they asked Tony LaRusso this. Why the hell would you throw that 3-1 pitch to Byron Buxton with first base open and his run doesn't matter because there's runners on base already, and if they score, the game's over. They asked LaRusso that. He gave an answer. It's I don't agree with it at all. What did he, he say? He said that Arise was up next, and Arise... Even he was doing good, yeah. And Arise is hot, and Arise hits fastballs and puts the ball in play. So if you walk Buxton to put the bases loaded, now you have your pitcher has to throw fastballs to a fastball hitter, but, dude, you need two outs. You need a ball in play to turn two, and, and now you get the force. It's, a, it's not like neither situation you're going to find good odds. Right. But to throw yeah. a 3-1 fastball to Buxton with first base open is a little crazy to me. I saw I the would, replay, and I was like, why did they throw that? 
Yeah, I I don't know if I necessarily care about them trying to pitch to him. But yeah, the fastball is the wrong pitch there. Like, if anything, throw a 3-1 slider. Maybe he chases it. Maybe he's geared up for a fastball yeah. and just kind of has soft contact on it or well, whatever. Yeah. Don't flash the but, fours and give him first, but you have to throw a, a swing and miss pitch there. He's just locked in right now. And I know he's, I think maybe another part of why Tony did that was the first three at bats weren't very good. I know he hit a home run against um, one of the relievers uh, in his previous at bat. I don't know. I'm trying to defend Tony Russo. I don't know why. It was just a stupid thing. Don't, don't throw him a 3 1 heater. He put it the fourth deck over 469 feet or something like that. Like he's on another level right now. He is, he has everything working for him. So shout out Byron and just, Rocco Baldelli called him the best player in baseball yesterday. And like, you know what? You could really make the argument if we're talking about right now at this very moment, I think he does. He's at the elite level of more parts of baseball than any other player, even Shohei. And you might oh, even shoot. They're together. Oh, they're together. Him and Shohei are like this for that. Shohei. Might even hear about him later. Um, credit okay. to Arise. Does Shohei have a, does Shohei, let me finish this. Does Shohei have a platinum glove? No, he doesn't. No. So I don't know how many runs Byron saves a year. I don't know what that equates to as far as being a pitcher too. I don't know. How's he on the mound? Um, credit to Arise for being so hot that it, it becomes, if Tony LaRusso really thinks that or not, it becomes a conversation. He had a four-hit day um, in the game before that, I believe. So, hey, Twinkies, again, pivot, pivot teams of this baseball season. They are the biggest one. Um and hey, I know it's ugly. I know it's AL Central. It's eight and eight, but they're up there. So stay up there, man. Trev, your twins. It looks like you're raising your hand. Byron Buxton, Aaron Gleeman wrote a great article about him. I'm reading an excerpt from the article. His per game war. Obviously, we know he hasn't been on the field. He's been hurt. His per game war totals during any of these periods I'm about to read. Um, are he leads MLB in wins per game since 2019 since 2020 and since 2021. So when he's on the field, he's the most valuable player in baseball. That's crazy. Hey, hey. Might hear about him Anyways. later. Um, the Mariners, I thought was cool for the Mariners was there in the f- game one, Julio and Kelnick had back-to-back two RBI extra base hits. So kind of, I, I put that in the notes, Trev, because again, I thought I was doing the AL, the future. Mm. Uh Ah, Eugenio Suarez gets hot. He goes six for twelve this series. And Winker, I have, I have him under ninety eight and a half RBIs. All of a sudden, this guy's going to drive in one hundred and forty runs this year. And Winker hits the 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 big shot in game three. So uh, the new faces, the rookies, and the trades coming together. Um, all the while, Ty France and JP Crawford still led them in hits this weekend. So thank you, San Diego Mariners. If France. they weren't Named the Mariners. I think we'd talk about this team in a little bit of a different light. There's talent all over the place. Yeah. Sweep week. How are Sweet you guys week. feeling about IKF now? Like, I feel like he's endeared himself to Twins fans, or excuse me, the Yankee fans, kind of like out of nowhere, like all of a sudden. Definitely better. Like, he, he said he, he was pressing, and he was putting a lot of pressure on himself that first weekend at Yankee Stadium. Um. How do you feel when he, a ground ball is hit to him? Because that's a meter that you have. Is it better now? Yeah, I. he's good at going to his right. Okay. 
it's the balls up the middle that he was really shaky on. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I still don't think he's like a, a he's a good good like he's, he's I don't, good. I'm not gonna. I don't think he's gonna rate on on any uh, top five. I think Joey Gallo and Kiner Falefa cheated out the Gold Glove system somehow, or like defensive war. I so think that third base, so we haven't seen him there. Yeah, good at third base. Yeah. Um, so. Hey, Kiner Falefa, his last 10 games, he's hitting 424, a 960 OPS, and he had a game-saving, game-tying hit off of Emmanuel Classe. That was impressive, One of the Trev. nastiest closers in the game. So, yeah, yes. it, it, you could put, you could put well, some of my most disliked ex-girlfriends in pinstripes, and if they go 424 for 10 games, I'm going to be rooting for them pretty hard. That that. Missy plate Sarah. appearance against Class A. I mean, Class A had him. I don't know what's the term, dead to rights, and just absolutely zooed a pitch up and in. And like, I don't want to say he hit his bat, but if he threw one down in the way, he was probably out. Yes. Big mistake. Uh, but that's what you're supposed to do as a hitter. That's I'm not saying anyway. Him, that's what you're supposed to do not, as a hitter. He's not an over the outfield guy. So I, for him to turn on 100 mile per hour and put it to the fence, I, I mean, I didn't even know he had it in him. So I was pretty happy about that. It's very impressive. I I feel like I'm. People are going to misconstrue what I said. Like, he just hit a mistake. Well, we got to do that. And he then the guy like that, yeah. And then, didn't do that for and, a couple of years. And then, and then, Class A was didn't want to throw his fastball again, so he goes like slider, 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 and, and Torres gets that in the next at bat to get the win. And then Yankees fans embarrassed himself, which I made a breakdown about. Jake and I talked to Nazem about and talking Yanks, and Trev talked on Rose rotation. So all of us were kind of tapped out on it. Um, but I think we all share the same sentiment. It sucks. It sucks. You can go find our full thoughts on on the other shows. We're not going to do it here because not not fun. Combo. What I'll give you a full thought on Yankees pitching people. It's real. It's real. It's fun. Nestor Garrett has his bounce back. Tyone five innings one earned gets overlooked, and the bullpen's been disgusting. The pitching is very real in the Bronx. Dodgers, Giants, Yankees one two three runs allowed so far this season. Which is kind of weird. Twin, you just don't think of them as that. Twins starting pitching. Don't be sleeping on them. I think they lead the league in a lot of stats. They're seventh in uh, runs allowed right now. Uh, that's the overall pitching. Second um, in to Go Twins. I got to ask you guys. Yeah. Um, because we are, you know, we're a national baseball pod. We have to cover these teams fairly. Garrett Cole has stuff on his butt. He's seen reaching. There's mm. pictures. There's video about it. James, did you go ahead and look at the spin? Does it change? Didn't change. Um, okay. That's good. Yeah, I'm trying to look. It's It it ticked up 100 RPM. And uh, the, the game before that was in Detroit when it was freezing. So I, I yeah, that's nothing. Okay. I'm, I'm happy. Because what I was, don't want to see it. I don't want to see him continue the way he was pitching. I also don't want to see him. Uh, have that big spike in spin rate. So that's good. He had a good outing, and it was a small. Trev, we did some turkey math time. on it, and the Yankees took the first two weeks of the season as a second spring training. Their, mm. their pitchers came in, built up to 60 pitches, Trev. Yeah. I mean, that's... So that's why Garrett Cole was so sad his last start. He was like, this is my first start of the year, and then he got rocked by the Tigers slash walked the ballpark. So I think he came into the last game with a little more juice. The Yankees got a big lead, and he got to open it up from there. Let's move on. Rays, Red Sox. Mm. Rays take two or three because that's just what they do. They also go. Story's air was tough. Yeah, the the Rays also, they throw a no-hitter, right? 
through nine, they, yeah. Through nine, they yeah. throw a combined no hitter on bullpen day, then lose it, and then oh, and then and good then for Kiermaier to fight yeah. back and not lose that game. Kluber gave up ten hits in his start for the Rays in not a lot of innings, I believe. Five five innings pitch, eleven hits. It says on our sheet. Not good. I think the, I, uh, the story for the season. I I think. That would I take from this series? Shane McClanahan looks like he's full tilt. Seven innings pitched, two earned runs. Uh, he he might be the next Rays starting pitcher we're really really talking about. And uh, on the other side, Garrett Whitlock, four innings pitched, zero earned run. As the Red Sox are stretching him out, are they gonna put him in the rotation. I think he is. Oh oh, I'm thinking of Hawk. I'm sorry, I get those because they have like the Hawk. the K's Hawk. With Locke and Hawk, sometimes I just mix them up. The uh, the Astros uh, have not looked good. They're below 500. Their starting pitchers are getting roughed up. I really liked their rotation a bunch. They're adding Luis Garcia to the rotation, uh, and they're going to go with a six-man for the next month or so. They have a crazy stretch. They have a 33 games in 34-day stretch, so they're adding a six-pitcher. A lot of teams are going to have these stretches because of the lockout, and they they a lot of the off days became... Um, game days, and then a lot of the game days became doubleheader days. And I wonder if each team were going to see this, add add a six-pitcher, just go through spot starts. I, I did, it was something I didn't think about. And I saw they were adding Luis Garcia, and I was like, why? And I read the quote about, well, they were like, we knew we were doing this from spring when we saw the schedule. So now I'm interested. I want to go look at the Yankees and uh, other fans. Go look at yours. If you have a – when is your dense you – know, each team is going to have just a dense – no off day schedule. I wonder when, uh, and then I wonder if you got to use a six pitcher. Some teams don't have a guy. Houston definitely has the pitching depth to do it. Uh, another guy that's helped them stop the sweep, Pena. Lose Carlos Correa. Y- Yankees don't want him. They got IKF. Astros don't want him. They got Jeremy Pena, who people were talking about him being a superstar and mentioned that. Before the season, and Chris Rose says, what are they supposed to say? Obviously, they're going to hype this guy. But people don't use that word with young people a lot. You're not going to call someone a superstar unless they have some tools, and this guy clearly does. Uh, off to like a really, really good start with them. It's the Astros. Like they need somebody else to come up and just be a guy. I think the fun thing to watch for Pena and something that John likes a lot, he'd been doing a lot of it from the 7-8 spot in the lineup. They slid him up. They gave him a couple, a few games at leadoff uh, to mired results, and then they slid him back down to eight, and he hits the the game winning homer. So something to watch if if the young guy feels a little more comfortable in the bottom of the lineup, if he can crack the top of that Astros lineup. Um, that's always a fun game to play with a young player. Does he have the best nickname in the league? La, La Tormenta Specialty. That's, oh, that's really good. That's really good. Oh. La Tormenta. Jeremy Joan Pena. How about that? Joan? J-O-A-N. Went to, went to, he he grew up in the Dominican, or was born in the Dominican, but then grew up in the States. Mm. Up in Rhode Island, then went to college in Maine. Mom Interesting. Maine. I got to hear, I gotta hear the yeah. story. I got to, yeah, we got to dig deeper into that. Okay. Okay. We sure will. That's well, like very different places. The Angels... Lost to the Orioles. I know we already covered this. You don't want to talk about that? 
We have to talk about it. People get so mad when we hey, don't. I've become a villain in, in Bird's territory. Understandably so. I was a little harsh to them. I didn't fully realize it, and then I I felt their emotion. So I'm a little sorry for that, uh, their race to 50 wins this year. They've been pitching well. Uh, I want to give the Orioles some love. Um, they've been pitching well. Zimmerman, Bruce Zimmerman, is off to an awesome start to this season. Tenth in runs allowed, the Orioles. Go, Birds, go. Um, and, yeah, they uh, everything was lining up for an awesome comeback in game two. Angels had some people on the bases, and then Trout and Shohei were coming out. Shohei got called out on a terrible ump call. I was on the couch. <laughs> I was on the moon watching Shohei. Um, but whatever. Go, Birds, go. Like, Orioles fans, That's what I guess that's what got misconstrued. I'm rooting for you guys to be a better team. You've just been so bad. I tell you something about your Angels, though. Yes. They haven't played a good team this season. Not our game. Mm. Opposite of the Phillies, they've had the easiest schedule in MLB. They uh, and they play, and obviously this changes when teams get good or bad. Right. Like Houston, I think, eventually will be above five hundred team, and then their games against them will count. Right. But as of now, they haven't played a team that's playing good ball. So something of note. I guess. And then they play the Cleveland. Thanks to the Yankees, Cleveland is now a losing team. So yeah. if the Angels beat them, they will stay. Damned if you do, played. damned if you don't. Um, yeah. We got to talk about the Mariners. Where do Mariners fans get real upset. They, we talk, they're getting I, love I, in the episode. Yeah. We talk. You got to stop looking them. at the chat. We talk. Trev loves the chat. I'm I did the, the whole chat. fucking thing about Eugenio and Kelnick and Julio. Yeah. Oh, we already talked about him? I, I, yeah. Yeah, we did a whole thing. Did a whole thing okay. on him. Just, the chat will say talk about the Mariners until... 420 out there? Nonstop. I just... I think we're good. Yeah, the only thing I'd say was that Blue jays Astros series. Uh, Blue Jays won it. That first game was really fun, too. Springer hit a homer off Verlander, and then Bregman followed it in the first inning and hit a two-run homer. So, some old friends mixing it up. Vigio is struggling. Manaya is... He's traded. Awesome. Yeah. Espinal's playing awesome. Speaking of Blue Jays and trades, let me tell you a Hello. little bit about the inter interleague me. recap. Mm. One, two, one, two, three, four. The Rockies went to Detroit and took two out of three from the Tigers. They lost the first game where Scooball went six innings pitch, zero earned runs. Cabrera got his 3,000th hit in the first at-bat of the game, and Torkelson hit a three-run home run. The Tigers had a goddamn party. They won 13-0, hung over for the next two days, so the Rockies won 3-2. Where Gomber said, I'll go six innings pitch, zero earned runs. It looked fun. And then in game three, Cool says, I'll go six innings pitch, one earned run. Not as good. And Gritchick, traded from the Blue Jays, hits a two-run home run, his first of the season, but his numbers on the year are out of control. He is doing well. Rockies win two out of three in the interleague play. These are no longer... Jake's rocks. This oh. is Kelsey Winger. Kelsey rocks. Winger's rocks. That's a fair. That's as fair as it gets. It's Kelsey's rocks. Yeah. Kelsey's rocks. Kelsey and Jake's rocks. Yeah. Jake is out. Uh, ten and five or some shit. Rockies doing it. Yeah. A lot of home. Are Rockies fans happy. A lot of home games. Um, we're happy. We expect greatness, but we're happy. Grichik, four hundred five batting average, four fifty two on base. Nuts. Damn. He is playing well. Kelsey Winger trucks. 
Had a good spring, okay. too. Shows how important spring training is. Uh, except it doesn't matter at all. Look at Belly. Um, yeah, man. Good good brand of baseball. Good energy from me and Kelsey. You're like on the Diamondbacks and the Angels now. Yeah. Got to let Kelsey have her thing, you know. That's yeah, Kelsey's, Kelsey's team. Shout out Miguel Cabrera. Ground ball through the hole on the right side. For 3,000, seen him do that quite a bit. The man can let the ball travel. I talked a lot about him on baseball today, so I kind of want to hear, where does, when you think of Miguel, Miguel Cabrera, James, like where does your head go? Mariano Rivera. I've said that before. Yankees fan. It just was the one he guy. He had a bat. Was, he hits a home run off Mariano Rivera, and Mariano Rivera turns around and goes, how? So yeah. that is the image that I think, because I've never seen Mariano Rivera turn around and go, how? Like I made my pitch. You know, it wasn't people Marco, don't hit that. Mark wasn't Marco Scudero turning on a, on a missed spot and getting the, the homer. It was like what? So that's what I, I think. watched. I mean, I watched a little highlight thing about Miggy last night, and they were talking about that at bat and how you know he fouls two balls. I think I even did a sequence episode on this, but fouls two balls off his foot. Everyone's laughing at him like this is like high intensity moment. But you know, people know Miggy's not like that. He can he's calm and cool and collected because he knows. More often than not, he's going to have a good at bat. But the pitch before that one, Mariana pulls one way away after had been he'd been busting him in the entire at bat. So he pulls one way away, and and that's like Miggy. You know, Victor Martinez was like, Miggy knew at that moment that he was going to try to come back in. And Mariana didn't exactly hit a spot. He kind of left it a little bit more over the plate than when he wanted. But that's just who Miggy is. Like being able to realize, hey, he's coming back in. Here it is. Bam. Homer. I mean – He's incredible. 3,000 hits. It, it's one of the conversations baseball. A, Antonio Sensatella, fellow Venezuelan, uh, gives up the hit. So that's that's something there. Jose Iglesias gave him the big hug, former teammate. That was nice. And, yeah, I know it's, it's you know, the hot topic, clicky article, but who's going to be next to 3,000? There's really not much on the horizon, no. man. It, it's it's pretty nuts. If I was a betting man, I, I think I'd put 20 on Vladito. And he's Machado. had about he's had a year of big league success, basically. So well, it's, you can uh, bet it's on nuts. him, Jake. Where can I, Jim? DraftKings. That's where you can place that bet. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet just $5 and win $200 in free bets if your team wins their game. Okay. Promo code JOHNBOY. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Major League Baseball. 21 plus. Restrictions apply. MLB trademarks used with permission. See show notes for details. Coming from the DraftKings studios here in Manhattan. And... Uh, one one quick note before we move on to standouts: the Rockies are four and one on the road right now. Good yes. for them, and they have not lost a series all season. So, two things that I: how do you win? You win series. They go to Philly next for four game set. So easy chance to just take the split and still not lose a series ever. Love it. All right, let's go to. Stand up performance. performance. I'm going to go first because I really... Ooh. Well, because... Ooh. Let me tell you why. Wow. Okay, Alpha. All right, go. Mine already went. Uh, It was Byron Buxton. Trev gave the whole speech. Um, He's the most special player... In the world, outside of Shohei Otani, when he's healthy, uh, the numbers have gotten ridiculous. I've, I threw out my early season 
uh, flyer MVP bet because if he plays 130 games, he's going to be top three at least. The dude is a freak show on wheels. He follows up his four-hit day, not a bad day at the stadium, with a two-homer day, and the second is the walk-off that we've talked about. Um, We saw him go down and slap the ground about a week ago, about a week ago, uh, and we were sad. We're like, Buxton gets hurt. I hate it. I hate it. When he's out there, he's got two multi-homer games on the season now. You could talk about all his offense, and that's before you get to the otherworldly defense he plays um, and, like, just his general speed and everything. So, uh, glad Buck Daddy's back and healthy. Glad he's back dominating baseball when he's out there. Um, Leading the Twins to first place in the Central. Go check out his batting stances over the years. It's just taken him a while to find something that works. I know he got messed with a lot. Um, I was there to see it. Uh, they wanted him to hit the ball on the ground and run. And that is dumb because Byron Buxton leads the major leagues in slugging over the last three years, 17 points ahead of Mike Trout and 50 points ahead of everybody else. That's from the Aaron Gleeman article as well that I stole and That's stole cool. your guy, all this stuff. But his uh, he's found something that works for him. He's very confident in what he's doing right now. And I think this is just as long as he's on the field, he'll be pr- producing at this rate. I, like this isn't like a flash in the pan one week, good week. Like this is who he can be. Bang. Bang. Who's your standout performer, Trev? <sighs> People have been talking on my Twitter. They say, you got to mention Ty France. So here is me mentioning Ty France. I'm going to go with one game of the series. I think it was game two, five for six with a homer with five RBIs. He does follow that up the next day with a three for five with a homer and two RBIs. So the guy's absolutely going off. You know, he gets traded over from San Diego uh, to the Mariners. San Diego could surely use him, you know, out there offensively. He's 5'11", which means he's 5'10", 215. So he's stocky and thick like you like him, Jake. Right now he's batting 375 with a 460 OBP. He's got a 1.11 OPS. So go, Ty France. Go keep it up. And he's from Downey, which is in California. You know who else is from Downey? Who? Probably my favorite player, Evan Longoria. Wow. So shout out Downey for producing just some excellent ball players. Go, Ty France. Go, Mariners. Go, JP Crawford. Mm. Adam Frazier got traded there, too. Mm. What? We'll talk next. We'll talk about it. Okay. Ty France hits, man. Ty France. San Diego State. He had a fun college life. Mm. Jeez. Go Aztecs. Go Cardinal. Stanford, man. Yeah, you're right. Me and you both. I, well, I don't, I didn't, none of them on our list here. It's a good list. It is the proper list. I'm not knocking the list, but I just didn't find any that really stood out to me wow. at all. Okay. Um, in any way, which is kind of odd. I just kind of, they all got kind of knocked like bad opponents or this or that, or fucking Angel Hernandez was calling, calling everything a strike. So I went, I just found who pitched the most innings with the highest strike percentage because I like, I'm on a kick right now where I just want guys to throw strikes. Fill in the zone. Fill the zone. Mm. Uh, so it's Dylan Bundy, which I didn't wow. I didn't work backwards there. I just literally went over the weekend who pitched the most innings and threw the most highest percent strikes. My guy. Uh, 
And yeah, Dylan Bundy threw five innings, 75% strikes. So good for him. A good outing for Trev's twins. Old bug eater himself, uh, Dylan Bundy. And um, someone else puked on the mound, so he's yeah. not the most recent player to puke on a mound. So that's a good good thing for for Bundy as well. But throw strikes. Like in the in the second inning, ground out, ground out, ground out. I'm big. I'm hot on this right now, Trev. Just fill the zone Just up. Just get outs on balls in play and stop trying to strike everyone out every at-bat. Because pitch counts. You know why? Because teams are not letting guys go deep right now because they started the season, especially our Yankees, not letting guys throw a lot of pitches at all. So if you try to strike everyone out, you need at least three pitches per. You can get outs on the first or second pitch. You're in a great spot. I mean, this is like what people used to talk about in baseball. Like, this isn't some like, you know... No, I know, thing, but, I'm, but I'm just really it's valid. Funny to, the, 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 it's just revolutionary be, now. Because it's, pitch, it's, but, yeah, exactly. but pitch counts are going down to fucking 70. Yeah. So get outs quick. I mean, Bundy only went five innings, but. I, I stumbled across this or upon this on baseball today. We're talking about um, them intentionally walking Miguel Cabrera. That was Yankees. Mm-hmm. I think one intentional walks should not be in the game anymore i think it's stupid and i think people will say well they'll just unintentionally intentionally walk him okay i get that i think walks need to be somehow more than just one base and i don't know how you do that you can't give them two bases maybe you can but i really like the idea of that especially as offense is down the way it is uh pitchers having all the advantages we've talked about that a ton i don't need to go into that we're going to hear about the ball that's happening right now or what's going on with the ball in a little bit, but I think that should be the next major thing we talk about in the game that would help the product on the field is walks being something else than you're, just one base. You're a year behind Sir Jake here who tweeted this out last year and said, yeah. how do we get rid of walks? And, and me and your hitting coach had a great conversation, Josh Donaldson. Man, yeah. I, I said this every time. I, like I said this last week after we played cricket against these professional world-class cricket players in the warehouse last week, the video Oops. will be coming out soon. And we were pitching to them, and the at-bat ends because I walked them, and they're like, what? And, and we feel bad, and we're like, well, just hang around. Like, okay, keep going. And it's like, yeah, how do we – that's a really boring result. It's some, it's some, bra- some mind-opening stuff. I can't even get it out because I don't have the brain for it. But, yeah, it's, people are scared of change, and I get the argument when, when a batter wins a cool walk and they, they foul off a 2-2 pitch and they earn that walk. It's like, yeah, that's badass. But you're right. Intentional walks are soft. So Unintentional soft. intentional walks. Those are just as soft. So, yeah, man, it's uh, it it obviously scares people. But if you start awarding awarding doubles as walks, maybe you have walks would be out of the like game. Pretty your quick. first two walks of the game are just regular one bases, and after oh. that, you start going up. I love intentional it. walks. I want to ask, I want to ask starting pitchers, especially like guys that made it to the show. Obviously they were the best pitchers in their area when the first time they had to intentionally walk someone. And how did that feel? Like you're trying to be an A type dude, an alpha out there. And your manager goes, nah, son, like you're not good enough right now to face this guy. Just put him on. Like that's a shot to the heart a little bit. Yeah. But sometimes it's like the alpha move to understand like, right. Ah, fuck you. I'll take the but, but it's such it's so ridiculous, man. It's so ridiculous. And I never thought about it that way as a player. As you know, now I talk about baseball all the time and my perspective has changed a little bit. But 
I'm just going to, anytime a pitcher has to walk someone intentionally soft, I'm going to give them the, I need like a tweet. You're soft and just send it out. Oh, we'll get, we should get one of our social people to be on that. Yeah. And just every time there's an intentional walk, (laughs) you retweet it. Dylan Bundy faced 19 batters. Uh, He, the at bat ended before the fifth pitch 11 times. So that's my style of pitching these days, I guess. Bring me Lance Lynn. I had a whole moment where I was like, give me Lance Lynn back. I got sad. Fill in the zone. When's he coming back, White Sox fans? That's going to be our front office takeover. Jimmy's going to come in and say, fill, fill up the zone. And then the other thing we found for the Yankees <laughs> the other day is that day game, getaway games, they basically punt. And I think they were, what, like 13 and 20-something? They were like 10 and 30. 10 and 21 or something like that. And so we would just come in and we'd say, hey, we attacked these day games. We just found 10 wins. Yeah, we right find there. you. We got 10 wins on the so, schedule for you. What's up, analytics? Coming for your ass. All right, let's move on to the next thing we do, which is uh, sad. Oh, no. Oh, Trev. Trump watch, Jake. Can you tell me who is uh, we put on slump watch and if anyone's coming off? So I kept... Some friends on Slump Watch. Brandon Lau, B. Lau, uh, can be a streaky guy. He stays cold. Uh, he throws up a one for 10 this series. Um, numbers on the year can't be looking too, too good for our guy. Underrated as one of the great power hitters, or good power hitters in baseball. Yeah, pretty great. I think he stays. It's tough. Motivating array always feels a little weird for me. But Yeah, no, we like B. Lau. Um, we got to get him going. Jake Cronenworth, I think he gets a... Uh, Claps. Uh, three, three for, for 11. 11. Homer. Homer gets him to claps. Also, uh, three walks and a hit by pitch. So what's he going to do? Right. What's you going to do? I'm taking him off. Deleted. Put him in our rear view. Joey oh, Votto, shit. Jim. I kept Votto on here because he's doing all the social media stuff. I know our Reds might not be a big part of the picture going forward. Hey, BBD, do you think the audience would like if we just like put this part? If we, uh, if Joey Votto... You see his tweet about the labyrinth stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. What a great tweet that is. He's in it now. Whoa. Who was that? Um, (laughs) He has a 500 on base percentage because he walked three times because he's Joey Votto. So Joey Votto gets some claps. He's off. He's in our rear view. Um, The Yas Man. Off. Yes. Monty Grandal. I think he comes off a little two for eight with a walk. He's compared to all the other White Sox. Like, you know, that team's in a funk. So he comes off. One and he had a sack fly, getting the job done. One firm golf clap, which is almost insulting, actually. And then Mitch Garver. This was Trev's request last episode because we like some Mitch Garver, and he goes one for nine, five Ks. So I think this he might stays. be his last stay on Slump Watch because otherwise it's slow start new city, and we might want to. Also grounded into a double mm. play. Oh. Go watch your sequence video. Go feel yourself a little bit, Mitchie. Come on, man. Yeah. I'm going to text you. Check for cancer. Get a sequ- while you're feeling yourself. Sequence. You got lumps and shit. Sequence blitzball video. Maybe right. you me someday. Chris Bryant, 0 for 11. Eddie Escobar, 0 for 12. My guy. Nelson Cruz, 0 for 10. Brian Reynolds, 1 for 14. And J-Ram against our Yanks put up a 1 for 11 spot. I mean, J-Ram, he just faced, you know, third best pitching team in the uh, right. league, best pitching team in all of the AL right yeah. now. So, I mean, what you're going to do, it's just a tough spot. They also pitch around him a bunch, so I actually yeah. really don't think he's slumping. 
I have a one request, and then I'll I'll let you do the rest. I'm gonna put my guy five to a light on here, Eddie Escobar. He's uh, I think he's a streaky guy. So I think you know what? Sometimes these are gonna happen, and we're gonna get him off for Shea Station. It's Jolly Olive's birthday, so I'm gonna put him on Sunwatch so we can get him out of here. Okay, can I have my yes. run request? Nelson Cruz. I need oh. Nelson Cruz traded at the deadline. Um, and I so I need him to just be popping homers and, and doing his thing. Okay. It's early. I think he's going to get traded even if he's awful. Yeah. Because what else are you going to do? Exactly. But I'd like him to get traded and we'd be excited about it. So I just need him to come out of this slump. Trev, do you want to throw Bryant Reynolds or J-Ram on? Um... Yeah, let's do Brian Reynolds. All right. Okay. Same thing. You just want to get him traded? Well, I think he's just too good to be playing like this. Let's go, man. I know it's uh, hard to get yourself up when you're playing for a team that's not trying to win necessarily. You're not trying to win, but you know what I'm saying. Chris Bryant and Jose Ramirez dodged the knife, but. Well, I mean, you want to be on. You want to be on. They're too good. Yeah. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm on fire, baby. Like Waco. Run through it, buddy. Let me tell you if you've heard any of these names during this episode of Talking Baseball. Byron Buxton. How's your six for nine BBD? Three homers, seven RBI. All world team, Byron Buxton. Ty France. (laughs) (laughs) Eight for 15, two homers, also seven RBI. Mike Trout. Heard of him. Six for 12, two homers. Jack Peterson. Young Jack Boing. Five for seven, two homers. Michael Brantley, he feels like he could always be on here. A little six for 12. Nico Horner, pad those stats in a 21-0 game, kid. Eight for 12. Paul Goldschmidt, casual seven for 14. (laughs) Randall Gritschuk, Jim, I think you mentioned him. Kelsey Wingert's rocks. They went to high school together. He put up a five for seven in this series. And Charlie Blackman. Hey, Charlie Blackman, did you see what he did the other day? He was five for nine with a homer. Double and four ribbies? Chuck Nasty. This guy's got so many ribbies, they're calling him the frog. Ribby. Mm. <laughs> Back after this. That's, this is, that was a newspaper writer talking to himself. Yeah. yeah. He's just practicing his, his reading his, his column out loud. When he goes into town. Yeah. 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 This is TikTok McLaughlin. Mm. All right. Uh, awards. <laughs> Jake, you they also get to... by anyone? Or are we through? We're through. Then go watch GeoGuessr. We just had a killer GeoGuessr come out today. 60 minutes to win it. On Man. John Boy Jake TV. It's, it's incredible content. It really is. I think you'll get hooked. Try uh, Promise me this. Mm. If you're if you're at work and you need a because ba- a background, it's it's a it's a great at work background task. Yes. And then you will get sucked in. Uh promise promise everyone that listens that they will Test it's on the YouTube channel, John Boy Jake TV. It's me, Jake, Zach, and Flag Guy. And we have uniforms, Trev, and we did a sailor send-off, which yeah. is dynamite. Joe's texted us the next day. He was like, uh, we gotta do more sailor send-offs. Um, and then we did a hero's ro- welcome. Yep. You'll understand. It's I'm gonna go watch it. Like, and I'm having everyone stick your pinky out okay. and pinky promise. Close it in now. You don't do it now. You're. I mean, it's BBD. What was the term you used? You said it felt like a landmark event for the company. Like it really for that series. It really did. 
All right, now you got me hooked. I'm gonna go check it out. I mean, there was a pack of there's a pack of mustard on the lines anyway. Jake, what's uh, uh, your award? A mm. quick shout out, Miguel Castro just gave Aaron Judge the happy birthday Instagram post. It's of note because it's a day early, but love that. Yeah, getting ahead of it, Miguel first, Castro. First, yeah, first to market, <laughs> new yeah. guy See on the day. team. That's yeah. just smart. Yeah. Um, I'm giving out. Wait, 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 wait. Did they have they have off day today? Yeah. 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 Oh, baby. That means the boys were out last night. Mm. That's why he's wishing him happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Mikel had no idea. No idea. He just thought it was today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why, we, why do we celebrate then? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm giving out, popular word, the are you hearing me or are you listening to me award. Are you hearing me or are you listening to me? Um, what, what's that movie quote? Like, uh I see the words coming out your mouth, but I don't hear what you're saying. There's something like that. Oh, that's Chris Tucker. On yeah, Rush, Rush Hour. Rush you're Hour Rush Hour too. Do you understand the you words understand that are coming the words out of my, that my mouth? Are coming out of my mouth. Let's just make sure we get Chris Tucker. No, that's not the quote I'm thinking about. Yeah, a lot you of are thinking. I'm just I see th- your lips moving, but I'm not making out the word. That's Happy G- or that's Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. As, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see your lips moving, but I can't make out the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good job. Anyways, <laughs> I am giving out this award to a player that you may have heard about on this show before. Are you hearing me or listening to me? Okay. There is a baseball player named J.P. Crawford. Mm. <laughs> oh, you give hear- me that sound oh, clip. You hear me, but you ain't listening. Does that remember the Titans? Probably. You Just, need to watch Remember the Titans. That's that's the theme of this week. Maybe tonight. We'll see. Great movie. J.P. Crawford, Trev, you guys were teammates in Philly. You said young stud. Defense. Special defense at shortstop that only few guys in the world can really do. We underappreciate. To be good at the shortstop position, you have to be a certain type of athletic with a certain type of arm, with a certain type of instincts. And we say, you know what? A little lefty shortstop that could slap it around a little. He's got a gold glove, by the way. Short in season. Don't care, JP. Show people it. This season in 16 games, our guy JP Crawford, 352, 471, 01.045 OPS in the beautiful Pacific Northwest while playing that kind of quality defense at the shortstop position. Um, and man, he got a little contract extension. I wanna, I do deserve. Just Lions reached out to me and said, "Give JP Crawford some love." So I'm doing it. He signed a little five-year, fifty-one million dollar contract extension. Guess what? He's making that look like a bargain right now. Um, he's racking up WAR. He's that kind of player. A little two one five WRC plus to get the season started. JP Crawford. I know it's turned into a joke on the show a little bit to bring him up. Uh, but like you said, Trev, these Mariners fans are feisty. They are happy that they've got a winning team in Seattle right now. They're yelling at us about Ty France and L. Gill and, and all these guys. Julio, J.P. Crawford, man. We mention him every show, uh, and here he deserves a little more love because he's having an incredible start to the season. Very nice, very nice. Danke. Trev, you have an award to give out? Um, I do, but I would first want to give a Phillies. What is you doing, baby? Letting JP Crawford go. I know you got Gene Segura and he's been good in his own right, but Gene, 
I like J.P. Crawford. You know that. Uh, I am going to give an award. I'm going to pull an audible because we kind of talked about oh. the ball and um, offense being down. And we, we've had Meredith Willis, Dr. Meredith Willis on here talking about the balls. Who knows? Next week, they could be golf balls. Right now, they're dead balls. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So my award now is this like a happy award, like a way to go and really like an inspirational story. I'm not trying to make light of this at all. It's truly an inspirational story. Our guy, um, Tyler Zombro, mm. may not ring a bell for a lot of baseball fans, but he's a pitcher in the Tampa Bay Rays organization that last year got nailed in the head uh, with a line drive. I think it was 104 miles an hour off the bat. Um got rushed immediately to the Duke university hospital. He had 16 plates and 32 screws put into his head. And as a pitcher, you know, that's Ooh. tough to come back from that ball coming at you like that, putting you out like that. Uh, but he made his comeback and got back on the mound um, for the AAA Durham team. And I just wanted to give him a shout out for working his way back for getting back, you know, on the proverbial saddle. And, uh, I think it's a bright story that needs to be, or it's a story that needs to have some light shown upon it. Shout out Tyler. Way to go. We're all behind you. And you guys got a career like three, one in the minor leagues, Tampa Bay Rays, bring the guy up. They probably will. Probably. Uh, great job. That's nice of you. Nice try. Yeah. Got a lot of screws in this head. I don't even understand it. That's a lot. 104 off the bat to the dome. Ouch. I am giving the 1981 Chevy Malibu award. Okay, nice car. Yeah. Do you know any facts about it? No. Okay. Do you ever have a Malibu? Trev? I Either had a Mer- Mercury Mystique, then a Cadillac, a 93 Cadillac DeVille, and then a G-Wagon, mm. and then Tahoe's, and now an Escalade. I had a Ford Explorer, and that's obvious. Ooh, I, uh, my family had a Ford Explorer, too. I had Horrible two, cars. Two Ford oh. Explorers. Loved my Ford Explorer. My company car in Denver was a Chevy Malibu. And then I got fired. Was it a 1981? It wasn't. 1981 is the the last three on the tree car Mm -hmm. manual, which I did a lot of research on today because Austin Meadows Mm. continues to hit triples in clutch situations. And it was just a little wrinkle I found out about that I thought was interesting. He hit a triple this series against Colome, a closer, to make it a 3-2 game, tying run on third base. They didn't, he didn't get the score. They struck out the next batter. Earlier this year, he hit a triple off of Liam Hendricks, the closer, in a tie game in the ninth. So Austin Meadows, in the clutch, is just hitting triples. He actually, there probably be homers at some ballparks. He found that little, mm. you know, in Detroit, the right field kind of cuts out. So twice he's just put the ball there and then got the third. So I, whatever the over-under is on Meadows triples, I think you go up on it. He hit seven in Tampa. Now he's got that little lane out there, finds that gap. And if there's a closer in, he'll probably hit another. That's what he does. Go triples. Triples. That's a nice, you're right. That's a nice little alley for him out there in right center. Yeah. I even have a triple in that right center gap. Hell yes. Whoops. Hey, um, yeah. God, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. James, you didn't feel like uh, your Ford Explorer wasn't a tip over every time you drove it? That's what I felt. No, Did but not. my sister's Ford Escape 
is like one of the most tippable was like in like the early aughts was the most tippable um, SUV or one of, and she flipped her Ford Escape I didn't, on the highway. I didn't want that. No, I love my Ford Explorer. I just beat the shit out of okay. it, man. It's a, it's practical. There's enough room and it's small enough where it's like, I, I played hockey. So like me and my line mates would throw our bags in the trunk. We all fit in the car. Ford Explorer. Good times, man. What good times. Traded it in for uh, Impreza at one point. Hated that car. Hated it. Impreza? It sold the Impreza after like a year and bought a 2004 used Ford Explorer because that's how much I hated my brand new Impreza. Get me the fuck out of this car. Okay. This car talk right here is getting me nice hot and bothered. Well, who's our best friend of the week? Lexus, wow. It's Happer. Wow. Co-worker, home friend. of the year, four for ten. Three walks. Double as well. He's doing it. He's such a businessman, too. God. He's got his hand in everything. Kind of hot, good. sneaky hot boy. Probably won't make our list, but, you know, that's not no maybe shame in that. Makes the John Boy media list, maybe. It's a show yeah, look. Maybe. It's a show look. The hair, yeah. is, the hair is well manicured. It's a little too corporate for me. I need him to step outside of the box. Ooh, okay. You want him to get, like, the... You're right. Yenihab could throw on a suit and give handshakes at the business meeting. He needs a little a little flair. Okay, I'll talk to him. Talk to him. All right, let's go to elevator talk. Wait, 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 wait. One last thing. I forgot to bring it up. Uh, I actually mentioned Trevor Story and his throwing air. I got to be honest with you. I know it wasn't a great throw. Bobby Dalbeck had very, very bad footwork around the base, and I want people to know that when you're talking about it with your friends, say, you know what, Trevor Story's throw – not great, but Dahlbeck's footwork around the base, not that was kind of the problem. Okay. So you sound like a smarter baseball fan if you know that, because that's true. Shots fired at Bobby. Let's, uh, you want to show him the wheel, BBD? We'll put a minute on the clock, elevator talk. Go listen to the compound podcast, obviously. Happer, he'll tell you all about his hot streak, how he's more proud of the three walks than the one homer, probably. I still owe him some wine. He's mad at us trying to eliminate the walk from his sport. Here we go. Minute on the clock. If you get an elevator of a fan wearing this hat, here's some shit to say. Hey, the Oakland Athletics. Did you see their oh. attendance announcement? 3,000 yeah. fans. Uh, it's a double-edged sword. Good for A's fans for not showing up to a team that completely abandoned them. But also, this is going to lead to them moving because that's what the Oakland fans want. So, I don't know if they're what the conversations are in the Bay Area. Like, I got buddies that are A's fans, and when I went out there, they were just kind of like, eh, like, no, not watching, which is so sad. And meanwhile, we're it's playing. It's a boycott. We're playing a brand of baseball that we're out to a nine and eight record. We're starting off hot. Sean Murphy behind the dish. Sheldon Noisy making it bang. Steven Piscotti, what team is he going to end up on this year? Um, and all that ties to, I guess, if there's. A, young, a couple young guys that deserve love in their staff. Dalton Jeffries and Paul Blackburn, maybe not in your books. They're both off to awesome starts. One one seven one eight ERA for Jeffries and Blackburn, respectively. They have the uh, base Bay Area series coming up. What do they call that? Against the Giants. They're going to, to San Francisco to play the Giants. Two-game set. Uh, Giants are a better team, but if they can get, get bragging rights, just get some bragging rights for a little bit. Jake sucks. Thank you guys for tuning in. Appreciate you. We'll be back uh, Wednesday with the midweek episode and then Friday to recap the weekly series.
Remember this dance move? Still do it. <laughs> 